Oh, yeah. Well, well, look at this. We're back again, friends. Yes, we're back again. I am your humble host with a couple of great Christmas specials for you. Now, you recall at Thanksgiving time, I played you a couple of classic Thanksgiving episodes of Rum and Abner. Well, they also made some truly classic episodes for Christmas. Lum and Abner did an annual Christmas show about going out on Christmas night on a very special Christmas journey. They also did another very funny episode. They did several, mind you. Uh, but they also did another very funny episode where Lum tries to prove to everyone that he is a magnanimous fellow. He doesn't believe in getting presents. No, he's not interested in getting presents. He only wants to give. He wants to give. He wants to tell everybody they should give. They should all give until it hurts. While he doesn't believe in getting any presents. Well, <laughs> I'm afraid his partner, Abner, takes that a little too seriously, as we're going to find out in this first episode of Woman Abner. After this, we're going to listen to the special Christmas Eve and Christmas Day edition of Lumen Abner. It was a traditional show. They did it every year, either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whichever day it happened to fall on that particular year. They did this second show that will play you every single year. But the first one is a great one, as Lum tries to prove what a magnanimous fellow he is. He's only interested in giving, not getting presents. Let's listen. Hey, Granny's Abner, I believe that's our ring. I know good Lum, I believe you're right. I'll see. Hello, John M. Downstore. This is Lum and Abner. got a few extra buckets of that Christmas candy. If you're running short, I'll be glad to send a few over. No, no, we won't need them. Abner done the ordering this year, so naturally we got too many. I just done what he told me. That's all right, Dick. Proud to do it. Everything. Oh, by the way, don't get me no present this year, Dick. Oh, here you go. I said, don't get me no present this year. Well, I just telling you in case you was. Yeah. All right, you bet, Dick. Goodbye. Hmm. He always used to give me some. What'd you say, Long? Uh, nothing. We, we're going to send a couple of them buckets of Christmas candy over there. Oh. If Cedric drops in, you better get him to help you total. Ain't Dick going to give you a present this year? I told him not to, didn't I? Yeah. It's just the way I wanted to. Oh. And finally, I'm getting Christmas to where it ought to be. Oh, howdy, Ulysses. How are you? Yeah, okay, Long. What can we do for you? Okay. Got your Christmas shopping done yet, Ulysses? Yeah, I got it just about all okay. Well, that's good. Be sure and don't get long nothing. Huh? Okay. He says he don't want nothing this Christmas. Ain't that right, Lom? Uh, yeah. 
Sure. So be sure you recollect that, Ulysses. Okay. Now, what else can we do for you? Well, I got to get my woman carry something. Well, what do you think your woman would like, Ulysses? We got some nice plastic salt and pepper shakers in, different colors. How would that be? Okay. Or we got some new non-rust scrub boards with an extra deep compartment to hold the soap. How about that? Okay. Well, which do you want, the salt and pepper shakers or the scrub board? That'd be okay, Lum. Why don't you give her both? Okay. Would you like them gift wrapped up? Okay. Uh, what is it? Well, it's just a regular wrapping paper, but at Christmas time we give you your choice of red or green string. Okay. Do you want red? Okay. Well, you can have the green if you want it. Okay. Better put them both on, Mom. Okay. Uh, will it be all right if I pick them up later? Okay. Uh, sure, that'd be fine. Uh, see you later, Ulysses. Uh, okay. So long. And recollect, Ulysses, don't get long nothing. Okay. Uh, Abner, I wish you'd start letting me handle my own affairs. What do you mean by that? Well, nothing. Just forget it. You mean what I told you, Lessie, about not getting you a present? I told you just to forget it. Lom, that was your own idea. That ain't mine. I never studied that up. You were the one. Uh-oh. Well, howdy, Grandpa. Hey, howdy, 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 howdy. Come on back. How are you today? Oh, just only tolerably. Sort of like water in a barrel, just sloshing around here and yonder. <laughs> Have I got any cheese left here? Well, I don't know, Grandpa. Let me take a look at your sack over here. Set it up on a shelf here if your name on it. Yeah, I ate some of it last time I was in here playing checkers. I'm sure there's some left over there. Yeah, it's that sack with the grease on it. Oh, right, oh, I got it. This is the right one right there. Look here. Grandpappy Spear. Yeah. It looks like it's about a quarter of a pound here. Here. You want to nibble on it? No, I want to take it along with me. Take it with you? Are you yeah. mad again? No, I'm going into the county seat on the mail hack, and I want something to munch on. Oh, oh. Better give me a nickel's worth of them soda crackers, too. Yeah, all right, all right. What you going into the county seat for, Grandpap? Oh, Christmas shopping. Got to pick up something for charity. Well, what are you going to clean in there for? We got stuff right here. This is a store, you know. Yeah, but I want to get her something nice this year. Huh? Thought I might get her some stockings. Well, we've got ladies' stockings. Yeah, but she said you, you ain't got nothing to choose from down here. We've got both black and white. I don't know what else she could want. No, no, she's hankering for some of them thin jobs. Uh-oh. You know how a woman gets them whims. Oh, Lord, yeah. They likely take the pneumonias with them. Why, and sure. Flimsy things around. It's dangerous, plum dangerous. And she won't like them, I'll tell you that right now. Elizabeth got that same notion in her head a year or so ago. Nothing would do, but I had to get her a pair of them. Never liked them, huh? Oh, she liked them all right, I guess, but they just weren't practical. Her long underwear showed right through them. Tell right where she had them folded over. Looked like she had two broke legs. Yeah. Well, ain't no use telling Charity that, though. She'll just have to find out for herself. Yeah, live in line, live in line. Have you got the wish book around here? Well, Grandpap is too late to send for anything. I ain't going to send for him. I'm going after the pigeon-toed things. Just want to get an idea about the prices on such as that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll get it the books right here. I'll tell you right now, though, them things run pretty high. Oh, yeah. good pair of them thin stockings will cost you my nine dollar. I don't care. This is Christmas. Shoot the works. Can't take it with you, you know. Let's see now. Where's the stocking section? Huh. Now, how do you ever get them things laced up? Let's see. <laughs> Allow me, say. <laughs> Pigeon-toed women. What will they think of next? 
Is that the new look? As far as I'm concerned, it is, yes. Wait a minute. Don't turn the pages so fast. That's uh, interesting. Well, I'm just trying to find the right section here. Stocking, 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 stocking. My doggies. Look here, Lom. Yeah, what, what is Look here. Here's one of them red leather chairs like you've always wanted right there. Let's see. Right there. Yeah, Granny, that is a nice one, ain't it? Looks comfort. Yeah. Sure. How would you like to be getting that for Christmas? Yeah, that would be. No, no, I wouldn't care much for it. Special not for Christmas. Well, let's see. Stocking, stocking. Well, let me look at that again, Evan. What for? Oh, no reason. I don't want to see it. Oh. Hurry up and find the stocking section, Evan. I'm hurrying. Neil Hack's going to be here in a minute. Find it out there. I'll just miss it. Yeah, just a minute. Man, it must be right around here somewhere. I don't want to have the heel and toe it clearing the county seat. There's a shoe right there. Dog it up like a pair of them. Hello. Ben. Howdy, Ben. Hello there, my old friend. How's everything with you? Oh, yes. Mom, I just did you a favor you'll be glad to know. Well, good. What is it, Ben? No, here, here. Here's your stockings, Grandpap. Oh, yeah. That's Sam right there. I just happened to run into Luke Spears on the street, and he was asking me if I knew what you wanted for Christmas. Luke asked Yes. But I knew how you felt about presents, so I made him promise not to get you a thing. You did, huh? Yes. It's quite an argument, but I won. Well, fine. I'm glad you done that, Ben. Hey, Grandpap, there's a mail hack. You better get going. Oh, yeah, Jiminy, I don't want to miss that thing. I still think you could do your shopping right here at the store, though. Well, I sort of wanted to pick up a little something for you, too, at the county seat, Abner. Oh, well, that's different. Hurry up. Get on out there. Recollect now. Don't get nothing for long. I won't. So long. So long. Where's he gone? Uh, Abner. Into the county seat. Uh -huh. What did I tell you about letting me handle my own affairs? Oh, uh, excuse me, Lom. I, I forgot about that. Thanks. You know, Lom, I've been thinking about you, and it must be wonderful to have the true Christmas spirit like you've got. Well, it is. It, it's the only way. Yeah. must give you a good deal of pleasure. Oh, it does. I remember a fellow I used to know, my lady resident, Mr. Schloth, Lyle Schloth. Perhaps you've heard of him? No, I don't believe so, Ben. Popular about IT club man. Made his money in the dime store game. I see. At any rate, Lyle Schloth read a book on philosophy one day, and it changed his whole outlook. Hmm. He started <coughs> giving things away. He went to Little Rock and stood on the corner giving dollar bills away. And they arrested him, put him in a sanitarium. Sanitarium? Fine. Last I heard from him, he said he liked it there quite well. Says it gives him time to reread that philosophy book and see just where he misinterpreted it. Uh-huh. Well, I've got to be running along. Still got some last-minute shopping I have to do. If I see any more of your friends, Lum, I'll be sure and tell them not to get you anything. Yeah, that's fine, Ben. Yeah, so long, Ben. <laughs> well, sir, things are sure working out good for you this year, ain't they, Lum? Yeah, just dandy. Yes, sir, it must sure be nice to feel the way you do. Yeah. Now, you know what, Abner? I'm going to give a Christmas party. Huh? Going to give it over to my house tomorrow night. Have a Christmas tree and all the trimmings. Well, Law, that sounds like a good idea, all right, but I'm afraid folks are going to feel pretty silly coming to your Christmas party and not bringing you no presents. They will, uh, Why, sure. I never thought about that. Well, I'm going through with it anyway. I'm going to start inviting them right now. Yeah, but now, Lom, that's liable to ruin your idea for Christmas. Abner, how many times do I have to tell you to let me run my own affairs? If I invite all my friends over to my house and some of them stubborn enough to bring me some presents, it ain't no fault of mine. Is. <laughs>
Ben's party be a success? Will his friends comply with his request? And uh, what about Lyle? Will he find the misprint in his philosophy book? Friends, did you rush through your work today, add a little extra Christmas shopping, and then wind up with one of those pesky, nagging headaches? Well, if you did, right now is when you want prompt, effective relief. The kind that quick-acting Alka-Seltzer can break. So simple and easy to use. Now, here's what you do. Just drop one or two Alka-Seltzer tablets into a glass of water like this. Listen to it fizz. Now drink it. You see, Alka-Seltzer dissolves rapidly into a sparkling, bubbling solution. And just as quickly, Alka-Seltzer's soothing analgesic, already dissolved when you drink it, is ready to go right to work on the pain of that headache. Helps banish that nagging misery almost before you know it. Yes, friends, it's time like these when you'll appreciate having a plentiful supply of Alka-Seltzer on hand. And that's why it's a wise rule always to ask your druggist for two packages of Alka-Seltzer. Keep that extra package as relief and reserve. Alka-Seltzer is sold at all drugstores in generous size packages, 30 and 60 cents. trouble getting your growing children to take their vitamins this winter? Try giving them one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules. Each one-a-day brand multiple capsule contains all the vitamins for which the amount needed for grown-ups and children has been established. What's more, one capsule every day is all they take. And one-a-day brand multiple vitamin capsules are low in cost. A full two-month supply for only $2. Ask your druggist for one-a-day brand vitamins. Good for growing children and adults. Remember, for vitamins the easy way, for vitamins the thrifty way, the brand you want is one a day. Listen again tomorrow and every weekday at this time for Lum and Abner down in Pine Ridge. Brought to you by the makers of Alka-Seltzer and one-a-day brand vitamins. Gene Baker speaking. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Well, there you have it, friends. From December 22nd of 1947, the Lum and Abner Show, where Lum, well, he wishes that Abner wouldn't take his uh, fond uh, dreams of himself too seriously. (laughs) That happens sometimes. We're listening to two very special episodes, Christmas episodes, of Lum and Abner. Lum and Abner, a great show. I first heard the Christmas episodes 
and the Thanksgiving shows back in the 1970s. Later on, I heard all the episodes, well, all the ones that are available. A lot are missing, friends, unfortunately, because Lum and Abner was broadcast first in the 1930s all the way up through the 1950s. But whatever remains of Lum and Abner, and there's still a whole lot of shows remaining, I've listened to them, and they're all great. Every Saturday, you can find me listening to... No, wait a minute. Sunday, that's the day I listen to Lum and Abner. Saturdays is for the Great Gildersleeve in my home. But anyway, every Sunday, I listen to Lum and Abner, and when it's holiday time, it's a special time for Lum and Abner. As each and every Christmas Eve, I listen to the next Lum and Abner episode. It was the traditional episode of Lum and Abner's Christmas time programs as they did it every year. Here now, from December 25th of 1947, the Lum and Abner traditional Christmas show. This is a good one, friends. Enjoy. I believe that's our ring. I know his llama. I believe you're right. I'll see. Hello, John M. Downstore. This is Lum and Abner. being the Christmas season, Lum and Abner and their sponsors wish that they might do something for you, their radio listeners, that would add still more pleasure and enjoyment to the occasion. With this thought in mind, your old Pine Ridge friends are repeating their traditional Christmas show. Like the narrative of the nativity itself, Lum and Abner's Christmas story has become more beautiful and meaningful with the passing of the years. It was in 1933 that they first told this simple legend of a humble event that took place here in America in Pine Ridge, a tale which reflects Bethlehem's wondrous miracle. And now, once more, we invite you to listen to Lum and Abner's Christmas Story. As we look in on the little community of Pine Ridge today, a picture of complete peace and contentment greets our eyes. It's a clear, still evening this Christmas-tide night, and the whole countryside is wrapped in a clean, white blanket of snow which has fallen rather heavily all day long. Here and there on the deserted streets, we see an occasional home where the lights of a Christmas tree in the front window still twinkle in the dark of the night. And as we pass through town and come to the outskirts, we catch up with three old fellows trudging along through the snow on the road which leads from Pine Ridge out into the countryside. Getting closer, we see there are Lung, Abner, and Grandpappy Spears. And as we join them, we find that they're on a real Christmas mission. Listen. Yeah, sure, we're headed right now, are you, Grandpap? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I know this is the way, Abner. Doc Miller rode his horse over here. You can see his tracks there in the snow. Well, it must be the old Gaddis place, then. Yeah, that's just about where it's at, all right. There ain't nothing but the barn left over there, though. 
That house burnt down two or three years ago. Yeah, Doc says it's due east from that road where we turned off. Due east? Yeah, which way is east? I ain't paid no attention to the direction. Wait a minute, whereabouts is the east star? There it is, right ahead of us. We're going right, men. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we can just follow the east star. Yeah, that ought to lead us to it, all right. How'd you find out about these folks, Grandpap? Well, Doc Miller and his woman at dinner over at our place, and we were sitting there visiting after we got done eating, and the telephone rung and told Doc to get right over here. Well, who done the calling? Oh, some feller named Joe something or another. Forget what he did call his name. He had went over to some neighbor's house to call. Said they'd been into the county seat to pay their taxes and weren't no room at the hotel, so they come out here to this old barn to spend the night. Well, this ain't fitting weather to have to stay out in the barn. And they said they was sort of expecting the baby to be born tonight, huh? Yeah, that's the reason they called Doc Miller. <laughs> What's the matter, Abner? That dope is my arms is getting tired here, fellas. Well, here, let me carry them blankets a while, and you can carry this oil heater. Hey. Is that box of groceries getting heavy, Grandpap? No, I'm all right. Ought to be there directly anyhow. This snow sure tires a body out walking through it, you know it. Yeah, well, maybe we're walking a little too fast for you, Abner. Here, you take the lantern, too. Oh, Yes, sir, it's mighty thought of you fellers to come over here at night this way. I sort of hate to call you to get out on Christmas, but after Doc left, uh, me and the woman got to talking about how pitiful it was that that couple was having to stay out here in this barn with nothing to eat and all. Well, I'm just glad you called me, Grandpap. Just proud of a chance to help them. Yeah, this makes it seem more like Christmas to me doing for somebody else. Why, sure. You know, you just can't do things to make others happy without making yourself happy at the same time. Trouble with a lot of us, we sort of lose the Christmas idea altogether. Think too much about ourselves. The real Christmas spirit is the happiness we get out of making others happy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. There we was now, just sitting there at home thought we was enjoying ourselves and these folks out here spending Christmas in an old barn this way. No, there just wouldn't have been no Christmas to it if you hadn't called us up, Grandpap. Yeah, well, I knowed I could depend on you fellas. Now, if it's the old Gaddis place, we ought to be able to see it from the top of this hill here. Wait a minute, I believe that's the barn yonder, ain't it? Yep, yep, that's where they're at. Well, that's due east from where we was at, all right. For there's the east star right over the top of the barn there. Yeah, yeah, there's Doc's horse tied to the fence there. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is the place. See the light shining through the cracks in the walls. Yeah. Yeah, sir, it's just a shame that them folks never let some of us know they needed a place to stay. We've got plenty of room over at the place, and we've just been plumb glad to have them. Well, this man that called Doc said they was looking for a place to stay and seen this barn weren't being used, so they just put up there for the night. Well, uh, whereabouts do they live, Grandpap, uh, did he say? Yeah, yeah, they're from over about Pleasant Valley Summers. Pleasant Valley? Yeah, he told Doc he never had no cash money. 
taken every nickel he had to pay his taxes, but said if he'd make the call, he'd work it out quick as he could. <laughs> well, old Doc never refused a call in his life, I don't reckon. No, no. I've known him to get up in the dead of night in the worst kind of weather to go call on the sick when he knowed before he went that he would never get no pay for it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what we'd do without old Doc here in this community. Posty some that says his methods is a little old-fashioned. Uh, Granny's, I'll take my chances with him every time. Yeah, he's pulled me through the shatters time and again. Yeah, I've always said that Doc never practiced medicine for what money he got out of it as much as he does for the good that he can be to his feller man. No, sir, if there ever was a man that's got a preserve seat in the better world, it's old Doc Miller. Yeah, yeah. We better not be talking too loud, fellas. Now, we don't want to disturb them none. Oh, no, no, let's all be as quiet as we can here. Now, we got to let Doc know we're here some way or other. I reckon it won't hurt nothing to tap on the door sort of gentle. No, no. Go ahead, Lon. They'll be needing this oil stove in there. I don't hear a sound in there. I don't believe you knock quite loud enough, Lon. Maybe they never heard you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here comes somebody to the door. Oh. Well, howdy, Doc. Oh, hello there. Well, what are you three old codgers doing out here this time of the night? Why, we just got to thinking after you left, Doc, these folks might be needing something. Yeah, uh, Doc, we brung an oil stove and some bed covers. And And here's a box of groceries. Well, now, they're sure needing them. Haven't got any heat of any kind in there. Using what little hay was left for a bed, I took and piled it all up in the manger and... Made a pretty good bed, but now these covers will just come in awful handy. How's the lady, dog? Oh, getting along as well as could be expected, Lum. I'll take these things on in and have her husband light this heater and warm that place up a little. Uh, You men had better stay out here for a while. Yeah, sure, sure. You, You go ahead, dog. We'll wait out here. If there's anything we can do, Doc, just let us know. Yes, all right, thank you. Uh, oh, Doc, uh, what kind of work does this feller do? Oh, uh, he said a while ago that he was a carpenter by trade, Long. Said he'd been out of work for quite a while, though. Well, here, I'd better get back inside here. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Said he was a carpenter, huh? Yeah. I'm just thinking. We've been talking about building that loading platform at the back door of the store, Abner, and I think it'd be a pretty good idea to get this fella to help us. Yeah, that's a good idea, Long. Might get him to do a little fixing up in the store there, too, while he's at it. Well, he'll want to be nice wife and baby for a few days now. Oh, sure, sure. Quickie, the doc thinks it's safe for him to be moved. I'm going to insist on him coming right over there at our place and staying. Yeah, that'd be the best place in the world for him, Grandpap. That woman of yours, Aunt Charity, could take care of him better than anybody I know. Yeah, yeah she'd get a sight of enjoyment out looking after the baby. <laughs> Just loves children. Oh, yeah. That woman of yours, Grandpap, has mothered every youngin' in the whole community. <laughs> well, sir, I was just thinking here. 
here we are, three old codgers, getting along in years, standing around out here waiting, waiting for a little baby to be born. It's sort of like as if we was waiting for somebody to take our place. Well, of course, we don't like to talk about such things, but we've about sorrowed our time, I reckon. Yeah, won't be long before we'll have to move on. Be somebody else to take our place. Yeah, yeah, they'll soon forget about us. It's sort of like the years. There's been a lot of things happen, but they'll soon be for God. There's been lots of joys and happiness. On the other hand, there's been lots of heartaches, lots of blasted hopes. But there's a new year coming. We'll all get to start all over again. And we're sort of like the years, us three old fellas. Well, it's just like I've always said. Wait, wait a minute. I believe somebody coming to the door. Oh, maybe it's Doc. Well, men, it's a fine baby boy. Christmas story. From December 25th of 1947, the Lumman Abner Traditional Christmas Program. I hope you really enjoyed that one as I did. Well, that'll do it for this special edition of Lumman Abner at Christmas Time here on Sounds Like Radio. I am your humble host, very proud to bring you these very special Christmas programs. Until next time, I am me saying so long for now. Goodbye, everybody. Uh-huh.